0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson.
1: And I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: And today we'll be talking about Minute 10, which starts with Frodo telling Sam, we're not alone, and ends with Gollum snarling at Frodo.
1: And the freeze frame on the end of the minute's really funny.
0: It is very funny. It looks like he's...
1: Like a cat that just woke up from a nap.
0: (laughs) But like more evil? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not as adorable. A little hairless sphinx cat
1: that just woke up from a nap. Yeah,
0: that would be adorable. Gollum is the opposite of adorable in this scene. Yeah.
1: So, I kind of want to start my conversation, like, how I feel about this minute, with I think the climb down the rock face has actually aged really well. I think it still looks really good.
0: I like that, because this is, like, the moment that people have been waiting for, like... We saw glimpses of Gollum, but this is like Gollum actually yeah. doing his Gollumy thing. And doing his
1: Gollumyest.
0: Yeah. I don't even know if this is like Peak Gollum though. <laughs> but um and I really appreciate that the first time we see him completely is a shot that just shows off the effect like there's there's like shadows but it's like completely bathed in moonlight like he's silhouetted against the moon like it's really really cool yeah that being said i don't think the Gollum effect has aged as well as you do
1: i mean i i think that this first shot of him has aged well there are other scenes with Gollum i don't think have
0: mm-hmm.
1: but i th- i think this one's probably aged the best It doesn't look like it's almost 20 years old. Like it's 15 years old. I don't
0: think that, but I don't even, I don't think they look like it's 15 years old. I just don't think it's aged as well Mm. as it. I don't even know if it could have. Like this is like the best of the time. But I'm not entirely sure if, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. I think the more time we spend with the movie and with Gollum all come to a decision. Yeah.
1: I think inevitably, though, the more you break down and really look super deeply at special effects, especially effects like Gollum, the more you're going to see the flaws.
0: I will say that watching the DVD on my mom's big-ass TV when we were visiting for Christmas. Oh, and
1: watching the Blu-ray player fight to upscale it? Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's, like, that really annoying thing that people always have on their TVs enabled. Um, I forget what the setting is. Um, but it it was... That, that didn't look great.
1: Oh, the um, Balrog looked horrible. awful. Because you could see his whole body...
0: That's kind of, like, that's why I want to get my hands on a Blu-ray and, like, watch it in the technology that it was made for to see if it, they, like, touched it up a little bit for the Blu-ray or if they just, like, printed it, done.
1: Yeah, because we have the DVD watching it on a Blu-ray player. Right. And that's what we did on your mom's TV. Yeah. DVD.
0: But her TV was, like, substantially larger than ours. Yeah, like, twice the size. (laughs) So... It was a little jarring. Um,
1: Like the Balrog, you could see his whole body through the flames. (laughs) And it looked like people are familiar with kind of like glitches in video games. Might know what I'm talking about, where it's like it's almost like a solid shadow inside and you can kind of see it start to move, (laughs) Uh, which are glitches you see in like Bethesda games sometimes where a body just starts to move and it gets all shaded in. That's funny. And, like, Gollum looked like he was, like, cut out and pasted on the screen.
0: Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Um, but this copy that we're watching on our computer for these, like, it doesn't look that bad. I
1: I think the thing that looks the most impressive with these Gollum shots when he's climbing down, though, are the shots from behind his back, not the shots where you can see his face. Mm-hmm. I think the, shocks, the, the shots where you're looking down at him instead of up at him look much better yeah and the hair actually like moves pretty naturally like his scraggly hair Mm -hmm. down below him the thing that looks the most out of place with Gollum isn't even necessarily like his body or his face a lot of the time it's his hands his hands just don't look right
0: that's interesting that you say that i don't know if i've noticed that
1: they're the thing that i've always thought looks out of place when they focus on them or like when shots are really clear and you can see Gollum's hands Mm -hmm. they're the part that i'm always just like well that doesn't look real
0: well i think in fellowship that holds true but i don't have a problem with the little snippet of his hands that we saw last minute
1: it's also i mean that's also really dark yeah uh the proportions of his hands just look so far off for me that i don't know
0: but they're supposed to be it's supposed to be like weird spindly fingers
1: yeah it's just one of those things where like It it tugs at the end of my suspension of disbelief. Like, I also, you know, I don't accept that the Balrog is real, obviously. Uh, It's hard for me to... It's not
0: real? Uh,
1: Like, the Balrog's hard for me to suspend my disbelief, but in Fellowship, you really don't see all that much of it, and it's used in such a flashy way that it just passes by. It doesn't take me out of the movie. But something about Gollum's hands, I'm just like, Like... (laughs)
0: You're just like, what? (laughs) Like,
1: like, does that make sense where, like, I see the way his hands look, like, just gross me out a little in a way that just pulls the effect back on me?
0: Isn't that what their job is, though? Because it's supposed to be kind of gross and otherworldly and kind of scary.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things I feel like I'm having a hard time explaining.
0: Like, are you afraid of Gollum's hands? Or do you think that they just don't look good? Like, uh, from an artistic...
1: They're, they're the part of Gollum I think looks the least real. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. And in a way that I'm just like, that's grotesque. Like...
0: <laughs> no crunchable birds. Uh, So, there is a um, a really cool Gollum featurette on the extended edition uh dvds um you if you own those you should check it out if you haven't because it's really cool uh there's a lot of like behind the scenes stuff like i wasn't aware that they they had to when they cast Andy Serkis for Gollum they were just purely going to do everything digital they were just going to do it all in animation um and he was going to be a voice um, and then when he was doing the, um, like, the reference scenes for the other, like, for Elijah Wood and Sean Astin to kind of get the physicality of where they were going to put the Gollum figure, uh, Andy Serkis would just, like, show up. And he was so
1: into it, in,
0: like, into it, like his, his, he was present, like, physically, emotionally, like, he was giving it 100%. 110 percent so it finally got to the point where they were like okay well maybe like we can actually use some of this yeah um and they introduced the the motion cap
1: yeah and they started doing mocap for the things that they could
0: yeah um and it's funny that you keep saying that his hands are what does it for you? Because his hands are one of those things that's like 100% animated. Like, right.
1: Because th- you can't do mocap that, or or they couldn't at the time. They right. couldn't do mocap with the fingers. With the
0: fine uh, the fine motor movements. Yeah. The face and the fingers.
1: Yeah. Um, and the climb down the rock face is all purely animation.
0: Yeah. Andy
1: Serkis did not mocap that.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Though it's, like, he had experience with rock climbing or, like, bouldering. So he could, like, scramble up these rocky outcroppings and, like, dangle off of them and do all the stuff that, that Gollum, like, they were imagining for Gollum. And Gollum started taking on his, like, face. Like, they re- totally restructured the way Gollum's face looked.
1: To look more like Andy Serkis.
0: Because they had like a a prototype that they were going to go ahead and use and then Andy Serkis comes along and shakes everything up and they're like, okay, well, if we're actually going to have him be Gollum instead of just voice Gollum, we kind of want him to look like Andy Serkis. Yeah. Especially because Andy (laughs) Serkis plays Smeagol in Return of the King.
1: Right. Peter Jackson was just like, well... I want the Gollum to look like Andy if Andy's going to do all this work. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. And so between the release of Fellowship and the release of Two Towers, they totally redesigned.
0: Which is crazy. Like, that is...
1: They redesigned and did a bunch of, like, reanimation, redid all the facial structure for Gollum. It's kind of insane. That is
0: insane. Uh, And the... The physicality of Gollum, like walking on all fours, kind of like a weird cat. Sort it was of thing. you know it was
1: practiced to MoCap being a monkey later,
0: right? Well, no, not a monkey, an ape, an ape. Um, but the the, ins- the the initial inspiration for Gollum's posturing was a John Howe sketch. Naturally, I figured it would be. I figured it'd be him or Alan Lee. But Alan Lee is most... I think Alan Lee is mo, more um, like architecture stuff. Yeah, like stuff.
1: artifacts and art pieces yeah. and structures. Though the
0: Balrog in Sauron's book is Alan Lee, right? Or no, Saruman's book. The...
1: Oh, now I feel bad because I can't remember if it is him or... I'm or John sure. Howell. I think...
0: Oh, we... like Moria was like his baby. Yeah. But... Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, like, it's a John Howe pencil sketch that inspired, like, the, the physicality of Gollum. The phys- like, the posturing and the, the physical presence. And they used John Howe as a a reference for like some of the musculature and the skin. And also Iggy Pop. <laughs> just, just, like, lanky dudes. <laughs>
1: just, like, really thin, lean, like relatively well-muscled dudes, I guess, is like what they kind of say on the on the DVD. John Howe sounds a little embarrassed when he <laughs> talks about it. But in a very, like, posh, controlled sort of way. But he does sound a little embarrassed.
0: I mean, you you suffer for your art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I
1: just think it's kind of funny that the, the guy that sketched Gollum is part of Gollum forever.
0: And the voice, like... The, the voice inspiration for Andy Serkis when he auditioned for Gollum was his cats making gross hairball noises, <laughs> which now that I am aware of, uh, can definitely never, uh, unhear. So <laughs>
1: Since we have a cat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Especially because we have a cat. It's so like, oh, that's gross. Every but couple of
1: weeks, there's just Gollum. Ew. Oh. <laughs>
0: I love how iconic literally everything that comes out of Gollum's mouth is. Like, maybe it's just because we've watched the movie a bunch to prep for this. But when we were watching this minute and re-watching the minute, I was, like, mouthing the dialogue a lot. Right, you know,
1: that Gollum, he's so
0: quotable. Yeah, he's super quotable. We hates it. I have a question about... Um, and this is something I've never considered before until literally right now. All right. Um, was, is it a trap? Yes. Okay. What did they hope to achieve by trapping Gollum? (laughs) Like.
1: Sam wanted to kill him.
0: Like, what what did they hope to achieve by luring Gollum down the cliffside? Okay. First of all, clearly he. He
1: could have done this at any time some
0: kind of freaky crazy because he's like climbing he's like down. spider-man in his he, way right? he's like climbing down, i was gonna say like a demon possession movie but he's just like crawling down his spidey senses are tingling um, <laughs> there are sleeping
1: hobbits yeah my precious right
0: they it sleep. is
1: it's near us
0: <laughs> and then but just why why I don't know if it's communicated well that it's a trap.
1: I don't know. It always has been to me. The cut from we're not alone to them sleeping, Gollum comes down, and then they immediately both spring up and grab him. I
0: thought it was just like, not like a foreshadowing thing, but like a a tension-building, foreboding thing. Like, we're not Mm. alone. And then you see the gross monster. Right, but
1: like, this is a premeditated bamboozling.
0: <laughs> but like what i i just don't know what their goals are you get uh, Gollum, and then what
1: i straight up think sam was just like
0: we well we're gonna catch him.
1: him then i'm gonna kill him
0: why like, sam has no personal vendetta against Gollum. well
1: he doesn't want to be stabbed in his or choked to death in his sleep or crushed with a large rock
0: but like you said they could have he could have done this at any time like yeah. especially in the rain
1: yeah, visibility
0: but, is very. But, but Frodo very just low. didn't
1: tell Sam that Gollum was still following them. This is important information, Frodo.
0: Just like straight up forgot. He's just like, oh, Sam. Like I'm did So he... sad. Like, also, the... Gollum's stalking us. Like did he's he... been following us since Moria, right? Like,
1: <laughs> did did he think that when they got lost in Emenduul, like Gollum was just going to stop trying to find them?
0: I don't know. Did not think that Gollum was
1: also going to get lost?
0: That's why I'm like, what are you hoping to achieve? Where do you see yourself in five minutes, Frodo Baggins?
1: Maybe they thought they could talk to him.
0: Okay, but like they grew up with Bilbo's stories of Gollum.
1: (laughs) this horrible monster that wants to eat me.
0: It's not like they realized that they were being followed by this strange creature and then befriended it. Like they knew exactly what they were getting into.
1: Right. But the seed of the seed of how Frodo treats Gollum and how he thinks about Gollum comes directly from Gandalf. Right.
0: From Gandalf's conversation. And when Mario. he
1: tells him, you know, he was not so different from a hobbit once. Mm-hmm. And then from that point forward, Frodo's whole thought process on Gollum becomes, oh, well, that's real sad. Instead of he should be dead like he is before that conversation. Right. But yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they were hoping to accomplish by springing this trap on Gollum here.
0: What? Like, what? Like, at least have a net or something, you know? There's, like, grasses. Just, like, make a net. Roll, like, well on your crafting and...
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think... <laughs> you need so much rope to make a net.
0: <laughs> Real elvish rope!
1: <laughs> but you need so much rope to make a net.
0: Oh my gosh! But even like a, like a. I think
1: the biggest thing is that they were not prepared for how strong Gollum is. They just
0: like. They had
1: no frame of reference.
0: Yeah.
1: For how strong Gollum is, they probably thought because he's also small, mm-hmm. he's probably not much stronger than
0: us. Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! He works out,
1: <laughs> right? Like.
0: He goes to the rock climbing gym every weekend. You no, know,
1: he's like caveman strong because he's a wild person.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I'm, I'm. It's
1: a step beyond farm boy strong. I
0: have so many questions. <laughs> just what, like what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> what were they going to do? Right. Like they certainly didn't know what the hell they were going to do after they tied him up. At least
0: set like a trap, like. Um, like a rope trap. Yeah, but the
1: only bait that's gonna work
0: is Hobbit. Is Frodo. No, I know. But at least set a trap. Like, have it ready.
1: I, I mean, it was two on one. They thought they had him.
0: I guess. But you know, he's at, they're at a disadvantage because Gollum's got the high ground. Right. Like, but they
1: pull him off the high ground right away.
0: Right. But then Gollum... Like, they all come tumbling forward. They all tumble down and then... Yeah. I don't know.
1: They all fall down.
0: I don't know, man. And then Gollum
1: is just like, like a howler monkey, to (laughs) borrow a phrase.
0: I think that, um, well, he's more vocal in the next minute. It was funny when we were watching it off mic and you were like, who let these two into the wilderness without a tent?
1: (laughs) Right. Uh, Galadriel.
0: (laughs) Right. Aragorn. Aragorn. Into the wild. Like. (laughs) He he is no he is no pansy. Like he, he doesn't need a tent. He doesn't need a tent. He's he'll, gonna he'll like
1: fashion a lean to He's
0: gonna hook up a hammock in between these two trees and he's just gonna sleep like that. No, then he'll just sleep under
1: the hammock if it starts to rain.
0: I had a um I used to do backpacking or go backpacking, like, off into the wilderness for like weeks at a time. Um and my One of my instructors was like that. Like, he didn't bring a tent. He just slept in a hammock. (laughs) Which was kind of scary when we got visited by a bear one night. (laughs) I'm
1: just going to stay in this hammock.
0: Yep. I'm not going to (laughs) move.
1: Just wake up, see the bear, go back to sleep.
0: But at least, like, uh, camping. Camping preparedness.
1: Visited by a bear sounds like it, like, rang ahead. (laughs)
0: It's like the ghost of Christmas bear. Like, <laughs> like,
1: it's just like, hello.
0: You will be visited by three spirits. You'll be visited bears. by
1: three bears.
0: <laughs> no, that is horrifying. That is like straight up terrifying. I don't know if you've ever been near a bear or in like the vicinity of a bear. Um,
1: Not, uh, not outside of a petting zoo.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> don't stare at a bear. Uh, don't, don't make eye contact with bears. I wish I knew that. When I made eye contact with a bear, but <laughs> the bears
1: at zoos, all they want to do is stare at people and hope that they give them food,
0: right? But anyway, I, mean, I this pet a bear. Just, this just goes back to my 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 not fury, but my just,
1: your anger fervor
0: at them deciding it's a good idea to go through the mountain pass in the middle of frickin' January. <laughs> Oh man, it's That's Gandalf just being like, I'm gonna go
1: through that mine over my dead body.
0: (laughs) All right, Gandalf. Well, I got some news for you, buddy. Oh man. I just... They're so out of their depth.
1: Yeah, they're way out of their element. Like, just so far out of their element.
0: Poor sweet
1: hobbits. This... The beginning of this fight does include the shot that, like sells Gollum as an element, like as a real element Mm, inside the, yeah, that's the shot that like sells Gollum as a real element in the movie is that cape shot, because that is not, that's not a digital effect. That's Andy Andy Serkis actually interact. Yeah. Actually interacting with the set and them just painting painting Gollum over him, (laughs) which must be the most painstaking thing. Because Gollum is much thinner than Andy Serkis. No, it
0: sounds like a pain in the ass, but it's it, it's really cool. It's really cool that they they decided to do like do that, and it really bridges the gap between real life actors interacting with a not so real life right. The character.
1: Yeah, Gollum's cool, yo.
0: Yeah, we have many more, many much more Gollum minutes. Yes. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Once again, we're from duelinggenre.com. And if you wanted to check out other movies by minutes podcasts that don't live on Mm duelinggenre.com, you can go to (laughs) moviesbyminutes.com and all of them are there. And there's a lot of them.
1: Far too many to Choose
0: wisely. No, they're all, they're all fun. Um, Special thanks to Patreon Associate Producer Ed Foster. Everybody have a good weekend, and we'll be back next week with minute eleven. Work all. Work all.
1: Bye. Bye.